ladies and gentlemen, to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. I am Jason. Hey, hey, I'm KJ. And in this episode, we review our week by taking a deep, deep dive into our March Madness tournament prizes. I find out I have a long lost relative, kinda, and we talk cowpunk, sad core, shoegaze, and sex music. What? Don't Google it. Next up, it's hair dryers versus blow dryers in the watermelon civil war. It's just a pronunciation segment. Later, find out if we have a guest when we play. Do we have a guest? Shout out, Todd Takei. Yo, what's good? And we'll wrap it all up with feedback and, of course, more ridiculous Amazon reviews. All that, plus several conversational tangerines. Uh, tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happen. The things that happen. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Hey, hey, here we are again, Jason. Yes, we are. How are you this week? What's up? Good? Yeah, good is up. Because March Madness is almost over. Yes, that is good. So let's. I just... know some people out there like it, but I'm... Still, I'm at zero minutes watched for any college yeah. basketball well, game this year. You've, well, I've got you beat, but not by much. Okay. There was a good one between UNC and Kentucky this past week. I saw on Twitter that that was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good one. So let's just cool. give a brief update of uh, standings. So in first place mm-hmm. is John Miller. with He's got 870 points. And I think the top... I've, Bracket and ESPN has like 1,140 points. Can you imagine getting that many games right? Wow. I was going to say I need a reference on that because that means nothing to me. I don't know what the points mean. Yeah. well, I, I mean, did. I know where they come from. I just don't know what's good and what's – I mean, I think I have like, what, 100 and something points? Um, I don't in know. In my bracket. Your, your bracket, the – your your bracket what's confusion, 400 points. Oh, so I'm better than I thought. Yes, you are. But 870... That's, that's, that's a good motto. I'm better than I thought. It is. I'm better than I thought. Um, what was the thing that I said? You try sucking at something? Yeah, you said... I said I'm too busy. You said try sucking at something and people will stop asking you to do stuff, <laughs> which is a very good way to go about it. Absolutely. I know, I know of many husbands who uh, will you know, be like, oh, I don't know how to do this kitchen. I don't know how to take care of a kid. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And the wife goes, move out of the way. So that, yeah. I have friends that, that actually do that, that are, that that's awful. Don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> Second place is the Hall of Famer. Third mm. place, third place, Patrick Moffat with his Bob Ryan's tinfoil antenna bracket. And we have a tie for fourth place. RPI okay. is dumb, Luke Overby, and oh. I'm sometimes confused, and I don't know who that is. It's FAS0411. Sounds like me. But yeah, no, but you had me. confused, right? This one's I'm yes. sometimes confused. Yes. And, and speaking of Luke Overby, he tweeted, um, if I tie for fourth or fifth place, fourth and fifth place, mm-hmm. do I get the fourth place prize or the fifth place prize? 
fifth place prize? It's, well, I guess we should probably talk about the tiebreakers because if I'm assuming that the bracket thing on ESPN will do the tiebreakers for us based on the score and it will list out specific places and there won't be ties. I hope so. But if not, it's up to us who, right. if, you know, I mean, and we may flip a coin if it's two or we may, you know, roll some, roll some die, maybe roll like a D20, <laughs> you know, hopefully not get a dread botch. Dread botch. If, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, more than likely, we're going to have one prize per winner. If you've got two, if you've got yes. two brackets in there that win, one you're going to get one prize. You, yes, and if you if you do if you tie for fourth and fifth, you get to pick. Yes, you get to pick the prize that you want. So if you come in first and last, you can pick whichever prize you want. But you can you're only going to get one of them. Then we go to the next person. Yeah. One prize per entrant. Got it. I not in that- not not bracket entrant. One prize per person entrant. One prize. Yes, exactly. I had to think yes, about what you Yes, because you could enter saying. two brackets. Yeah, yeah. I was, that was super confusing. So that, Sometimes confused. We're back to that. Yeah. So that was fourth and fifth. So then we go right to sixth place because fourth place had a tie. And that is yes. a Newfoundland or a Newfoundland. Newfoundland or Newfoundland? We should have put this in I'm going to say Newfoundland. Newfoundland Little. And then the name of his name is Steelers fan. Um I'm pretty sure that's I'm Adam. I'm going to say Benson. that's Adam Benson, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then, at, then we have another two way tie, seventh place Lawnmower Albums by T. Patrick Smith. And then mm-hmm. Patrick Moffat's second bracket, Mo Green Needs New Glasses. So there might be a situation where, you know, Patrick's got two brackets in here. Yeah, we want to punish people for doing too well. Yes. That's basically what we're saying. We're, we're sending a message here, which is, you know, Stop trying so hard, Patrick. You're you're making us look bad. <laughs> so then that that was seventh place. So now we and then we have another two way tie at ninth place with S E J two. And okay. I mentioned him last week because he was in the running last week, and I said I didn't know who he was. Well, he tweeted us and said awesome. that's me. His name is Scott Jenkins S E J three two six at Twitter at S E J three two six on Twitter. So Scott Jenkins cool. is tied for ninth place with. John Miller's second bracket. Okay. Is there a ninth place prize in this? Yes. Really? We go to 10 we go 10 places. Oh, and then Speaking of not knowing about the your own competition. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 10 places and then second to last place and last place. Okay. Cool. Because we have a tie at 9, there's no 10th place, which is our last place. Ah. So since we were giving yeah, prizes, yeah, we're not giving out we're not giving out multiple prizes. If if we have four people tie for one thing, the the one that either wins out on the score or we just randomly pick one of those four, we're not giving out four prizes for that right, place. Right. So you just go down to the next one. So if you're tied for fourth and you're the second person underneath that, you're getting fit, your fifth place. Yeah. So basically, if you're tied for eleventh place or you're in eleventh place, you're not going to get that. You're gonna. You're out. Yeah. So you know, Anita from Alaska tweeted us and said, "I'm tied for eleventh, sons of bitches." Out. <laughs> and she is tied for eleventh with John Fitzpatrick. That's funny. We're talking okay. about brackets. Brackets. Yeah. So, but bringing up the rear, and he mm-hmm. who cannot score another point is Todd Decay. <laughs> with his bracket, I want last place. So it seems I he gotta, has I gotta admit, I, I appreciate it. the effort. Yeah, absolutely. And second to last place, um, which is 44th place to be exact, isn't mm-hmm. you anymore, Jason. 
W- what? You rallied to avoid being stuck with my Uke album. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like that might be Amazon Jen. And I, I don't know oh. who that is. I don't know if that's Jen Babish, maybe Jenny Robbins. But I, I don't know who she is or who he is. It could be a he. Uh, but Amazon Jen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm probably going to say Jenny Robbins because of how uh, she tweets often. She sent a tweet out of this week about um, about Alexa. Yes, I wondered that too. She's the one who had it where it was telling her, hey, you, here's some songs to cook with the other day, which yeah, is you know yeah. kind of crazy <laughs> that, it, that it knows. Now, you know when we talked about the $3, $2, and $1 Amazon e-cards instead of the plastic, you know, the actual plastic things you hold in your hand? Yeah. Well, the reason we did that is because Amazon doesn't carry those particular denominations in in the plastic variety. (laughs) So, you know, of course we want people to feel... It probably takes more than that to make the card. Exactly. So we want people to feel, you know, the uniqueness of our gifts. We don't don't want to be like every other... So that's that's the only oh, no. reason we did that. Yeah, and, yeah, and not to be cheap and right. save on shipping costs and all that stuff. That, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that that's all that's all that's all secondary bonus stuff that exactly. we never factored in whatsoever. Right, right. And I just wanted to point that out. Good, that sounds good. So, um, when when this thing wraps up on Monday, April third, mm-hmm. we'll probably announce the winner on our next episode, and yes. then. Winners, yes, winners on our next episode, and then you'll pr- you'll have what do you what a week maybe to yeah, let us know good. your information. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, we'll move on to the next person in line. Yes, and you can email that to the Speaking of Tangents podcast address. You, I think that'd probably be the best way. Yes, email your information. That way, it's not tweeted out to the world. You know, just send it to us, and we'll um, we'll send you you know a prize within you know reasonable amount of time after that um it might be a couple of weeks but you know shipping and all that we're not we're not overnighting it no no <laughs> if you want a sticker or one of the fourth is it fifth and sixth or fourth and fifth to get the special prizes um i think it's fifth and sixth okay so if you win something from you know my basement storage area or of something similar from kj's choice then um you know, it, it could be, you know, we, it, it's going to be UPS ground shipped to you, <laughs> for me at least. Yeah, or USPS ground. There you go. Yeah. Even w- w- What's the cheaper one? That's what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I we ain't got, trying to be, you know, we ain't fronting here. We ain't trying to be like we're made of money or anything. Exactly. You know what? I've only got one more thing to say. Okay. Must be a resident of either U.S. or Canada to win. If you're not a resident of the U.S. and are a winner of the first and fourth place, we reserve the right to replace the swag listed with an alternative swag of legal or luckless value. Finally, the swag listed above is an example of possible swag and does not necessarily represent the actual swag winners might receive. Lastly, we reserve the right to determine who receives said swag or any alternative swag at our sole discretion and no entrants have any recourse whatsoever. Enjoy. Boom. That was great. You did it again. That's that's, that's very impressive. Actually. Well, I did mess up one spot, but, you know, who's paying attention? I didn't. I could not tell. <laughs> I must not have been paying attention. What were we saying? <laughs> Uh, must be a resident of either candy. Okay. Anything else happened this week? Yes. You know what? Something crazy. Well, I think it was crazy. Pretty cool happened to me. Yeah. This week. So I've lived in this particular community probably three years now. And occasionally over those three years, we've, we've been invited by friends of ours to come to their church in town here. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into different reservations I have about joining a church, organized religions, all that, or excuses or whatever you want to call them. 
That's yeah, for an entirely different podcast. Um, yes. But finally, we did decide to give it a try. So mm-hmm. Sunday morning, we go to church, and we know a lot of people at this church. Um, so Just because they're your neighbors and stuff, right? Friends, co-workers, um, people. But you hadn't been to this particular church before. No, we haven't, but we knew that they okay. we knew they went there, and so we told yep. some people we were coming, so they were very welcoming. They were waiting for us. They, they had us sit with them, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the Hall of Famer knows the pastor. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and he says hello to us, shakes, shakes my hand and says, it's so great to finally meet you. I never met you. He says, he says, I never met you, but I'm pretty sure we have the same uncle. And I'm sorry, what? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure I had this like shocked look on my face because I'm thinking, what? Do, yeah, I do I have a relative right in this area that I don't know about? Or have I been an awful niece? Who? What are you talking about? <laughs> So I say, really, who? And he goes, Uncle Tony. And then it hit me that he's a little. I can't even. <laughs> I, I, is he from Nebraska? No. Because that, that was of. ridiculously corny. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> That's just. I think it's hilarious that he's he listens to Tony's show. But you found I, it. I like corny, though. I'm okay with corny. I was I honestly, too, I was Obviously, just, from my Nebraska joke, I am. But that was that. <laughs> wow. But you know That's what? That's something else right there. I was more just relieved that I didn't, you know, wasn't some sort of terrible niece that had forgotten an uncle that lived in the area. I was okay with his corny joke. I found it funny. Well, okay. So, of course, then I hit him back with, La cheeserie. <laughs> That's pretty good. And he told me I will that. say this. Go ahead. I will say this, that um, my wife, Jason's wife and I have a relative, her, one of her relatives that lives here. It's her cousin mm-hmm. that lives within about a five-minute, ten-minute drive from us that we haven't seen in 15 years. Yeah, I'm sure there are people like that because, <laughs> first of all, when you live... It's like her first cousin. Well, when you live so close to someone, you always think, oh, I'll have plenty of time to visit them, and then you don't. I'm saying it's because I don't think they like us. Oh, <laughs> okay. We met them once when we moved here like 17 years ago, and we have, <laughs> and they came over once, and that was it. <laughs> I, I don't even know if she's talked to her in like 10 years. Okay, well, maybe I don't feel so bad then about... No, so that's what I was thinking. That I literally thought when you said, "Hey, we have," I think we have the same uncle. I literally thought that's where this was going because I have been living that for fifteen years. Of yeah, we have a first cousin that lives around the corner. That I mean, literally, literally like a couple neighborhoods over well, that we have not seen in fifteen years. That's what I thought that that I had had shared an uncle with somebody, and I don't think I have any relatives at all in this area. So anyway, he told me about the show That's and funny. that he heard Tony, after one of my jingles, he heard Tony read my town's name. And he said, wait a minute, what? And he actually told me that, you know, this isn't creepy, but I I, go- I Googled you to find out who you were. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I know. It wasn't Whatever they have to all. preface, this isn't creepy, it's probably a little creepy no it wasn't creepy and no i'm just kidding he he knows that's that's hilarious he knows so you're you're yeah so you're a a local celebrity in your local church there then apparently yes but uh (laughs) 
I, I don't usually run across people in the actual wor- world that are littles. Like, oh, I've never gotten the middle finger while driving. Uh, well, let me rephrase. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> wait a minute. I've never gotten the middle finger in regards to the TK salute. Yes, there you go. You've never gotten the salute. I've, I've gotten got plenty them. of those just from driving around Atlanta yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was for me, that was pretty, pretty fun. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Um, how about you? Do you have any updates on your album or insurance or anything? I've got both, actually. I'll knock it out real quick. The insurance thing I want to say is, and this may be the last I ever say about it, because I'm, I'm so sick of this that it is, they've worn me down, and I'm tired of it. Um, I think I mentioned late last year, well, on some episode, that they kept sending me like copies of the insurance card every time I talked to them. Yes, you did mention um, that. So I've gotten, like, I had, like, this stack of insurance cards. Um, that were useless because it's all the same card every time. Or yeah. it would have like one piece of information wrong. Well, I've gotten three sets in the past month, and we have not been insured with them since December of 2016. <laughs> so oh I don't know what God. that's about other than they are awful and cannot keep track of their own records. I got a brand new prescription card that was like, hey, you know, here's a new benefit that we, a benefit that they did not even offer when I was on their insurance last year. Now they're sending me prescription cards for it. Say, take it to your local pharmacy and you can use it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They wa- are you kidding? What is up with this? Well, they want you back. <sighs> Never. No. I, they're awful. I can't believe but, but that. But I did. Yeah, I. it's... Is Every your time name I say, on these cards? I cannot cards? believe this. At least, because sometimes yes. your name's oh, yeah. been omitted. Yeah, my name's on there. So I'm, I'm actually covered. I might be covered with them. I was tempted to use it if it wasn't probably illegal and I would have a chance of being sued or, you know, yeah. charged with some crime, yeah. fraud thing. Yeah. I would actually have used it because they're not paying my claims when I was actually covered by them. So maybe now that I'm not covered by them, they'll pay some right. claims. Right. Get down to the pharmacy. Load up on, load up on yeah. stuff. Yeah, I need to load up on like Dayquil yeah, and Yeah, load allergy up on Dayquil and Nyquil. Kicking my butt this week. As you can probably tell, I've man, my throat and my nose and my head and it's been Your an voice is a little week. deeper today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of voice, um yes. I did finish up that album. Ooh. I think we talked about it last week, but um Nice segue. It's been accepted and everything has been in place um it's gonna probably take another week to process it to get it online in all the different places but i'm supposed to receive the physical cds early next week um and so we'll talk more in the details uh next episode about you know where to go get it and uh, maybe talk a little bit more about you know the recording and how you know you you helped me with a lot of it in terms of you know providing feedback and advice on things and um we'll talk more about that mm-hmm. like i said next time and but I did want to say that I thought it was funny when I was submitting the final. I had to sign like a bunch of documents this week to say, that were like you know, a bunch of legal stuff that I read most of it. Um, I just read <laughs> enough to make sure I own the music and they don't you know right. rip yep. me off. Um, but all the other stuff, I'm like, as long as I own the music and it's not you know exclusive, because I did a sync licensing thing, which means slight license in it. I gave. It's basically having an agent who goes out and tries to find like TV shows and movies and websites and anywhere in podcasts, people that want to license music that they're offering them my stuff so that and promoting my stuff so that when if any of these places are interested in it, you know, I'll get paid, you know, down the road for them using my music. 
Cool. And obviously, that stuff like when they use it on the TK show, I tell you know that's free. Mm-hmm. I give that I, you know I, I put that out there, and, and so I can still give permission to places to use it for free. But if like some web, you know, some YouTube video wanted to use some person on YouTube used one of my songs, it's all digitally encoded now, so they wouldn't have to even report it. YouTube would report it, and I would get paid off of you know the ads that show on that person on that video on that person's channel if they used one of my songs because the youtube google algorithm would pick it up and go oh this is song belongs to this person it's digital it's got all the digital stuff in there that you know tracks it down and you know sends it to the you know i think it's probably going to be bmi or ascap that i go with that's going to collect all the royalties and stuff and if somebody like played one of my songs in some bar somewhere or like a you're in the grocery store which that that would be pretty rare you know for that to happen from a like you know, independent artist. But if it did happen, then, you know, they would collect the royalties and I'd get a check every month or whatever. It's amazing to me how somebody figured that out. That seems very complicated to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, that's, all that stuff is, is actually been made easier in the digital age, even though it's easier to steal songs or, and, you know, steal music by downloading it and sending it out. The real money now is in that artists make are, is in licensing stuff, uh, for commercials and licensing it to be played um, different places and then touring. I mean, it's it's almost like the internet made it easier to distribute like albums and recordings so that, you know, like Napster and all that that started. And, yeah. and a lot of that has gone away now in favor of actual online storefronts like iTunes and Amazon that you can buy the music from. And people have discovered, hey, if I can buy this song for 99 cents, that's that's worth it. As opposed to me taking, you know, have to go to this illegal side and figure it out and it not necessarily getting caught, but just the hassle of doing that and have to go all these back roads. It's, it's just easier to pay the 99 cents for most yes. people now. Yep. But since the Internet made it easier to share music and easier to steal music in some cases or download it for free without paying for it stealing is what it is. Yep. Uh, it the Internet actually makes it easier with all the algorithms and stuff to track who is licensing your music and it certainly makes it easier for a, like a non-major label artist to get out there and, and get their stuff heard and get it into placement in like um, sync licensing. S-Y-N-C is what it's called. Synchronization licensing. <clears throat> wow. But all that stuff is cool and I'm excited and I'm hoping, you know, something comes out of that. I and mean, if it doesn't, it's still, I had fun doing this. Um, but the funny thing, in order to get into all that and part of the signing the contracts and stuff was deciding and I had to categorize my music because the better and the more defined the categories are that you put in for this stuff mm-hmm. and they have like drop down it's, it's on a website you have drop down like labels and stuff you pick they had everything from like what's the primary genre what's the secondary genre what's the style or mood and then like have to list <laughs> like here's three three artists that are famous that everyone knows that um people have said this music sort of sounds like or could be you know in the same same category as because what they're going to do and most of the time i don't give crap about that stuff i'm like yeah whatever just it's music it's right stop trying to categorize everything and, and divide it up but in this case it's important to get it somewhat right because that's how they look at it and they go oh okay that's how the agents and the people who are going out trying to shop your music uh to these other places they look at it and go okay they're in this category, so this TV show is looking for a song, and the TV show, like the the buyer for the show, might say, oh, "I want a song that is like this song, or is like this band, or is reminiscent of you know this style, or this or sets this mood." Sure. And they, if you're if you get that pretty close, you're more like they're more likely to like your stuff 
they're more likely to get it to the people who actually need to hear it the right and and people who like it and that's obviously leads to more likely for it to be placed in something or like stuff like pandora when you go and like type in a mood or a style or an artist that you're looking for because this thing will be on pandora at some point too um you you want to get that stuff right so that somebody doesn't hear something and go well i hate that and it's because it's not what they were expecting it doesn't fit so there's only specific categories like you can't type in your own Right. There's no there's no inter other category. It's all here's here's your choices, because yeah, what they want right. to do is they want to I mean, and it's a ton. It's a huge list of choices, but they do want to limit you somewhat so that they can group it up with other ones that are in this category. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, I picked rock um, and then singer songwriter because it's sort of a mix of that on this album. Uh huh. Yeah. But like some of this stuff. Like subgenres, which I'd never heard of. Um, let me find a couple of these. Subgenres. Here. Yeah, cowpunk is a subgenre. Cowpunk of rock. Film baby is a sub <laughs> a subgenre of rock. What? French rock. Freak beat. What in the world uh, are those? I don't know. Hot rod. Hot. Kraut rock, which I, mean, I don't know what that is. It's like the German. There's a math rock, which I've heard of. Oh, um, you you should Paisley do math under- rock. No, Hashtag no, math stop. rock. Math rock. Go listen to some math music sometime. <laughs> um, I'll get you some Speaking artists of that, are, that are math. Like Dillinger Escape Plan is a math band. It's you, it, you want to know what you know why they call it a math math music math rock. Uh, yes, I would like to know that. They don't write the song from the perspective of we're going to write a song. They write the song based on they use like mathematical algorithms or formulas and say, okay. This first measure is going to be in, in 11, and the second measure is going to be in 9, and, th- and the third measure is going to be in 3, and then we're going to go 4-4, four, four, and then we're going to go back to 7-8, and then it's going to be like 15-16. That's They plan it out based on the math and add the numbers up. Is there is there an ending score that they're trying to aim um, for? <clears throat> uh, no. Like it, a puzzle? It's, I, it's kind, of, kind of however you want to do it. it. It sounds like a mess when you first hear it. And then you finally go like, oh, yeah. If, and the good ones will kind of make some sense out of it. But some of it is just mess. Well, you've done a few songs that mess that messes around with different time signatures. You could qualify oh, yeah, but for nothing, math. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. I guess I'll have to I'll, I'll send you this. a couple of links. Right, oh, yes. Right. It is way different. It doesn't sound like music. It sounds like noise to the people. If, you really? have, if you're not used to hearing it, it sounds like noise. I probably yeah. wouldn't um, like it then. No. There's also sad core. S-A-D C-O-R-E. I sad didn't know core. there was a sad core. Shoegaze, no. which I've heard of. Shoegaze? Yeah. S-H-O-E. Shoegaze is, yes. It's like mumble, mumble core, like mumble core movies. Okay. Shoegaze is like music like, um, I think it gets the name from, I could be way wrong on this. This is where I imagine it gets the name, is when <sighs> the guy's on stage playing it. He's like, just like looking down at his, at shoe, his shoe and kind of mumbling uh-huh. into the mic as he's singing and it's just like it makes you want to punch him in the face if you're me um but that kind of stuff um it's wow. shoegaze it's, it's, it's what i think of when i hear shoegaze uh i didn't go with any of those i went with adult alternative because mm-hmm. the themes on the, the themes of the lyrics are it's adult love songs i'll shout out to brad for throwing that out there which was a good way to sum it up because i was trying to describe well it's love songs but it's not like i love you or you know you know yes. let's let's get it on it's not which nothing wrong with any of that obviously 
I don't mean more, the Marvin Gaye song, Let's Get It On. I mean more of the, <laughs> like, oh, slide say, it in. Okay. Like we talked about with White, in, White yeah. Snake yeah. When, Joe, when Joe was on the podcast. It's not that kind of love song. It's, it's adult yeah. relationship love song. Intellectual. Because it's about, it, yeah, it's, it's 20 years of, it's songs that, you know, kind of talk about the 20 years of um, Jason's wife and I being married. So it's kind of the way it is. Um, it's for her. And and I, I agree. Brad did some that up. Adult love songs. Very well. Yes. Yeah. But the thing that really cracked me up in these categories was mood or style. Oh, okay. Because there's like what you would normally think of, you know, like, you know, party music, brooding, you know, Christmas, uh, guitar, bass, drum, concentration, that kind of stuff. Yeah, those are But some of these, some of these, um, and political, I mean, there's political. Oh, yeah. um, But one of them was seasonal. Uh, question which mark? Which I think I mentioned. Yeah. No. No, oh. no question mark. <laughs> okay. This is not pronunciation segment yet. Okay. Seasonal. Okay. Seasonal as in, and I thought, oh, Christmas. Yeah. But then, no, there's a there's like three other Christmas categories. So what does so, seasonal mean? Because that's what I would think. Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't seasonal. really know. I mean, seasonal could be like Christmas holiday season. But you would think if they have Christmas in there, they would have, you know, like Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever, if that's really what they mean. Because um, I'm assuming that they're, I know there are at least there are Hanukkah songs out there. Um, maybe it's so for I'm assuming that, that there's other. Maybe it's for people that like all four seasons. You know, they're very well-rounded. They don't just like summer the best. They like all four seasons. So <laughs> See, I was thinking the other way and thinking it was like some, you know, pretentious idiot was out there saying... I'm going to make an autumnal album. It's going to it's going to evoke the colors of the leaves changing and how that leads to a, a metaphor for our lives as we bloom in color and then yet fall in the end. You know, something like that. That's 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 kind of like what I mean. You sounded like a when you were speaking like that. You sounded like a yeah a TV pastor that I've heard on a Sunday morning on TV. <laughs> well, those dudes are very um, much pretentious like that a lot of times mm-hmm. to be honest with you again no comment on religion right but right but you know a lot of that a lot of that can be you know pretentious and a lot of those dudes are not doing those things there's a lot of a lot a lot of churches on tv not for the right reasons oh yeah money That's you know what opinion. i used to do apparently i kind of remember this mm-hmm. um you remember jimmy swaggart oh yes and jimmy swaggart always wore um a just a plain cream dress shirt and a brown yep. tie. Mm-hmm. And when I was like seven or eight years old, I asked my grandmother to take me to the to the or to the department store, and can we get that? So she bought me a cream man's dress shirt and a clip-on brown tie, and then I would run around the house. I cannot wait to hear where this is going. <laughs> this is awesome. I would run around the house with a Bible in my hand, and I would say. Um, give me all of your money, or however he used to say, and Jesus said, and Jesus said, and then I Did you was... sweat like him too? Did you like pour water, like, like pour water down your face and down the front of the shirt? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure sweat, about He was that. a sweater. But then oh I would say, gosh. every once in a while I would say, and Jesus said, but then I, apparently what cracked all the adults up, and at the time I didn't know it, but I said, give me all your money. Send me your money. <laughs> See, that's you. I you nailed, nailed it. it. You yep. got 
children see through all that junk and they don't even realize it. Yeah, and adults would laugh at that, and I didn't. Yeah. Of course, when they laughed at it, I repeated it over and over. Oh yeah, so that is hilarious. <laughs> I cannot believe I hadn't heard that story before. <laughs> yep. That uh, well, we never talked about J- Jimmy Swagger. Well, we weren't talking about. We never talked about those dudes on TV, the pastors. Yes. Seasonal albums. Yeah. So you're probably Seasonal right. It mood. is probably more autumnal. Um, yeah, more intellectual. Yeah. Well, actually, intellectual is what I went with because it's the closest I could find to, you know, mature. And when I say mature adult, I don't mean mature adult in the triple X category. I yeah. mean mature adult in the, um, you know, maturity level of the of the lyrics. It's not, you know, written from the perspective of a teenager, which nothing wrong with that. There's, there's great music out there like that. I'm just saying this is where I am and what I wrote. So it's just kind of I'm a mature adult, some some people would say. <laughs> Some people would say that, yes. Some people. Um, but the funniest one out of all this, because um, each one of them has like a little like mood, weird, mood, intellectual. Mm-hmm. The funniest one was mood, sex music, <laughs> which I was like, sex who in the music. world is picking that for their main category of mood and style? Okay, well, without sex getting music. too graphic, I think I know what they're referring to. I guess, but like I, you know, I, I'm just going to speak Vandros, from a musician. Those kind of uh, oh, see, I was thinking like wah 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 wah. I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right, but I mean, come on, who is putting that as their main category? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's something that is un- not. You know, I bet I could actually about. search. Oh, I bet yeah. I could actually search the site and come up and just see. No, I, actually, I don't want to do that. Um, anyway, I'm sure you could but Google that what is that, and then you would find out exactly. Nope. What do not is. Google sex music. Is my advice for yeah, this week. Yeah. If you listen to anything we say, do not Google the term sex music and hit "I'm feeling lucky" or whatever the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, what that is? Show me the first result. That is. Don't do that. Excellent advice. Do not Google sex music. And that wraps it up for yet another week in review. And while we do encourage you not to Google sex magic or music or either of those terms, um, anyway, um, we do hope you're feeling lucky. Uh, That's not really what I meant. Today's show is brought to you by Accidental Innuendo. Whoops. Speaking of pronunciations. Mm-hmm. We got a tweet from our swag master. Awesome. And he said, I would love to be in the next Wait, no, 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 wait. I mean, he's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I am not on board with swag master. I'm sorry. I think he said well, um, promotional coordinators. What, what was it? What did it was it? He's called it well, promotional no, products. That's he it. Hashtagged swag master. And then he he said, hashtag swag master will now accompany all tweets, posts and communication. <laughs> but then he said, if it makes you feel better, we can call it promotional products. Awesome. I, you can say Swagmaster. I, I, that's cool. I am, I'm going to say promotional products. All right. So the, the Swagmaster of promotional products. There we go. Said Thank he you. would love to be in the next pronunciation game because we were going back and forth about how to pronounce his last name. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say, I believe we said before, and I think we've got it right, which is Robert Colpine. Yes, Colpine. Mm-hmm. At R. Colpine. 
K-O-L-P-I-E-N. But he said, he told us how to pronounce it. Okay. It, he said, it's long O, long E. Okay, so it's Robert Colpeen. <laughs> exactly. That That is okay. correct. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. Robert Colpeen. Awesome. The promotional products. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. Promotional. I need another P in there yeah, for like. Yeah, promotional products. I was going to say czar, but um, promotional products. Professor. No, um, the professor of promotional products. Um, uh, let's see. Professor's really pretty good. Yeah. The professor. We've already got a professor, though. We got several That's true. professors that we listen do. to this, which yeah. I'm going to say thank you. Um, yeah. I'm not sure why, but thank you. We love having you listen. Absolutely. That's awesome. I tell people about that all the time. I have a podcast that guys who have doctorates and PhDs listen to. And so eat it, everybody else. <laughs> Moving on to the next word. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just going to spell it. Sure. M-I-S-C-H-I-E-V-O-U-S. Mischievous. Yes. Mischievous. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, I've also said, I think this is where you're going with this, I've also said mischievous. Yeah, I have too. And I, I don't know, I think if I just see the word written, it's mischievous. Yes, absolutely. But if I'm... Or if I hear somebody spell it, yeah. Yeah, but if I'm reading it or if I'm speaking about someone and saying, oh, I don't know, they're being pretty mischievous, and I will say mischievous. So mm-hmm. why I do that, I don't I don't know. But okay. Mischievous um, and mischievous, are uh, that's the only two ways I've heard it pronounced. That's, that's all I can think of. But why, the weird thing is it's mischievous, like there's an I, it's like it's I-O-U-S. Right. When it should be it mischievous. Should be mischievous, yeah. We add an extra like, I when we say it. Like the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Chivas is mischievous. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. That sounds like a rapper. I'm mischievous. That's, that's got to exist. That has to be somebody's rap name. is M-I-S-S, yeah, or M-S, period. Chivas, capital C-H-I-E-V-O-U-S. Yeah, it has to be. I bet it has to be. I bet it's out there. If not, we're going to copyright that thing right now. Patent it right now. Mischievous. Go ahead and register that. C-H-E-E-V-U-S. Two words. I bet there's also a Miss Chiba, or I'm sorry, Chiva. I bet there is a Miss Chiba. Yeah. And Chiva. Chiva. Miss yeah. Chiva. Yeah, maybe. Miss Chivas. There's a there's a um trip hop band called More Chiva, which is pretty cool. I recommend checking those out if you like that stuff. More Chiva? Mm-hmm. How do you spell that? Um I think it's M O R C H E E B A. Yeah. You're on the typewriter again. I love hearing those clickety clacks. Yeah, it's my my mechanical keyboard that I got last Christmas. It's awesome. What Highly is recommend a mechanical, mechanical keyboard? Where it's actually instead of like like little like you know sensors in there or whatever, uh-huh. it's actual like springs and it's mechanical. It oh, is not you know like it's the not a old digital school keyboard. Texas it's, Instrument computer I had. Yes, or like old school IBM keyboards yeah, from yeah, like yeah. the seventies and eighties. That's what I grew up on. Those are pretty. I had cool. a Commodore sixty four, you know, and a one twenty eight as a kid, 
And then I, you know, in going to college, when I went to college, it, they had computer labs. Not everybody had a computer. You definitely didn't have laptops. You'd go to the computer lab to work, and they had these IBM terminals or, you know, silicon graphics terminals. And a lot of them were Linux-based, and you would go in there, and they had these crazy clicking keyboards. So you're in a class. I was in several computer science programming classes, and you're in there in a lab, and it's like, <laughs> like you hear constant. And I love it. It's just I'm. I, it, it, I I will admit it drives other people crazy that live in my house, but I love it. Well, I was when you said I couldn't. I when you said crazy. <laughs> Crazy clicking keyboards. That yeah. that's talk, talk about alliteration. Crazy oh, yeah. clicking keyboards. And when I'm thinking oh, yeah, clicking, I'm thinking you're, you know, replacing a different word with that. <laughs> Jason's wife might uh, agree with me. Yes, crazy it might clicking be crazy keyboards. Crazy effing keyboard. Yeah, for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy f keyboard. That 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 that's probably in somebody's name out there too. Some you know stage name. But as we the know, the awesome thing about this keyboard, you know, you can get like the. It's Cherry MX switches. You can get the reds, the browns. Uh, the, the blues are okay, too, you know, but the, I like the whites. I think I got browns in this one right now. And you can, like, pull the keys off and change, like, the... Well, my... F- you still there? Yeah. Okay. My favorite... I just figured nobody was wanting to listen to that. Well, I was going to tell you that my favorite Cherry MX keyboard is blue. Cool. That's awesome. I, I could get down with the blue. <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> Speaking of blue. What were we talking about? We're on to the next word, I think. More Chiba. That's a good trip hop band. Oh, that's right. We were talking about more Chiba. Yes. Next word is, it's a delicious, not the word, but the, what it, the word describes is a delicious appetizer. Usually it's an appetizer, Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to spell it. B R U S. C H E T T A. Okay. This is uh, bruschetta, is how I would say it. That's how I say it. And you know what? That's wrong. What? It's not bruschetta. It's bruschetta. Is it pronounced more chiba? No. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Bruschetta. No. I'm pretty sure. Where did you hear that? I heard when I was. I don't remember. It's been. A while now, but I remember hearing uh-huh. somewhere that bruschetta is the most commonly mispronounced, one of the most commonly mispronounced words out there. That everybody says bruschetta, but it's really bruschetta. So, you know, if you're in a... Wait a minute, is it Italian or French? I think it's French. I'm pretty sure it's Italian. Okay, so I was right the first time. We're getting to the we're getting into the lookup portion of the show again, because I'm looking that up. I think it's... Well, when, when I'm pretty sure it's Italian. If you're in an Italian restaurant, you know they may make fun of you if you order bruschetta. That's true because the first um, the first pronounce the first line of the first thing that comes up when you Google it, what I would call bruschetta is it's pronounced bruschetta. Yeah, and I never and, knew. I've never heard anybody say bruschetta even on I never, TV shows. I've, and I've been all through Italy, and I've never yeah. heard that before. So I'm thinking that others. Also say bruschetta, and you know. Oh yeah, everybody does. We're just here to I've help. I've never heard it's, that. It's bruschetta. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and by the way, um, I think Robert should be the prince of promotional products. I think. Or the promotional product prince, Triple P, 
Like, you know, Howard's 3DP? Yes, Triple P. He's Triple P, yeah. I like that a lot. Promotional Products cool. Prince. And I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry I mispronounced his name again. Um, let us know what you think about that Roe Beard. Cool, Peen. Yeah, there you go. All right, so the next <laughs> word. Oh, there's more. There's more. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, go keep going. <laughs> <laughs> The next word describes the facial hair on the upper lip. Okay. Um, and depending on mustache. where... Mustache. Mustache, yeah. Uh-huh. Depending on where you live, it's spelled differently, though. The The British spelling throws in an M-O-U. Mustache. Oh, mustache. Yeah. Okay. How would you? How do you say it? How would you say it if you were just in, like... That, that dude had a funny-looking mustache, is how I would say it. Put it in a sentence like that. Okay, I'm closing my eyes, and I'm about to say the sentence. We'll see what comes out. That dude had a crazy-looking mustache. Yeah, I think that's uh, that sounds like how I said it. Is that correct? I think so. Mustache. But I think people say mustache or mustache or mustache. Really? I've heard people say mus- mustache. Mustache. I've heard that a lot. Mustache. Oh, putting the emphasis on the second, second syllable? Second syllable. Kind of uh, like maybe. Thanksgiving. You know, I have a trouble. I have trouble hearing. Yeah. I, ha- I have the trouble. I turned Italian <laughs> there for a second. I have trouble hearing, you know, the different emphasis on what syllable you're emphasizing. Yeah. So it's, yeah. so that could totally be true. So speaking of pronunciations, have you seen those Arby, Arby's commercials? You know, the one Probably. where... Probably. The narrator, you never see his face, which I guess well, you know is the point is, of right? the narrator. Well, I th- I think it's James Earl Jones. No. But it's a, or a voice very similar. You have to admit it's similar. Similar, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, who is it's it? It's Ving Rhames. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. What you want, the I, one who that, I'm guessing. I don't, I don't know for sure. That's, it sounds exactly like him to me. Okay, well, he sounds a lot like James Earl Jones, but you're right, because when I've heard him, I'm thinking, is that James Earl Jones? And there's just a little Marcellus bit. Marcellus Wallace. Whatever his name was in Pulp Fiction. James Earl Jones was in that? No, Vin no, Rames. No, Ving Rames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I've tried to give people a hint. If, if they don't know right off who Ving Rames yeah. is, well, that's, he, that's probably what he's mainly known for. It's what comes to mind first for me anyway. Well, do you know? That he was in Pulp Fiction. He says, we have the meats. And, we uh, have the meats. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a new one out, a new commercial. Where okay. all they, they do is play the song, I'm the Holding Out for a Hero. I think it's from the soundtrack of Footloose. Uh-huh. That is correct. I need a hero. I'm yep, old that's... enough for a hero. So <laughs> morning light. And he's got to be strong. And he's got to be fast. We can't pay for this, gone. so we got to stop singing. <laughs> so anyway, you remember a while back, we talked about the word G-Y-R-O. Yes, I do remember a while back. Of the what now? The word G-Y-R-O. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're advertising their new GYROs on this commercial. Did he say hero? Because I'm assuming with that song, that's no. what their intent there. No. He, what? So what it was, what it is, is I need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero. And they Was renew- it the actual song, like the Bonnie Tyler? I think it's Bonnie Tyler. Yeah, was Bonnie it the Tyler. the actual song? Actual okay. song. And so instead uh-huh. of, what they do is they silence the hero word, and then he comes in. So it'd be like... I need a euro. Gyro. Nobody says euro. Euro. Okay, so let's do that again. 
Anita. Oh, you're, I, I thought you were going to say it. <laughs> I pronounce Euro. it E-U-R-O, like Euro the... Euro, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, third time, let's go. Anita. Euro. Yeah, exactly, and then it, I'm holding out for a... Euro. Yeah, and so that's what they do. And I think this is basic, I think I had that. I think I had Euro. I don't well, think... if you're going to listen to an Arby's commercial as the, like the definitive, this is the bottom line, then yeah, you've got it. No, but who's going to uh, argue no with Vin Rames? Ving Rames. <laughs> Ving. He's not, yes. V-I-N-G. Well, you know, this, is, this is a pronunciation segment. Yeah. Well, you could say Vin. Uh, yeah. Vin Diesel. Like, that'd be, if she said Vin, though, that'd be more like Vin Diesel, whose Vin name Diesel. is obviously yeah. not Vin Diesel. Um, His real name. No. His real name is like Stuart Appleton or something like that. I think it's Vin Saliza. <laughs> No. Who wants to be referred to as Diesel. I saw that. That's another word, tweets. too. Is it Diesel or Diesel? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I grew up with, I had a friend in high school, his younger sister, her name was Diesel. Her first name? Yes. How did They had like 11 kids, just like the, I don't know how to spell, but just like the, just the normal spelling. So... They, that was did they name. say diesel or diesel? Diesel, I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And do you, speaking of diesel, because I think I they say, had a German ancestry, like heritage, but they weren't, I mean, they were American. I say diesel. Um, well, let me, let me, let me put it in a sentence. Um, I always wanted a truck that would run on diesel fuel. You say diesel. Hmm. I can't tell any difference between that. That's one of those that is really on the line for me where I really can't tell. There's two a different. hard I, S versus a soft S. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm trying to invoke the pedantic jerk. <laughs> okay, you've done it. <laughs> and then how about the word G-R-E-A-S-Y? G-R-E-S-Y. G-R-E-A-S-Y. That's a word? Yeah. Oh, greasy. See, greasy. You don't say greasy. Who says greasy? Maybe the people that say diesel. That's true. Yeah. And, and you know, a diesel engine can get greasy, so. Exactly. So, anyway, I so like I, When that. you said Arby's commercial, I thought you were going to one with the music. I thought you were going to say the Fresh Prince one. Have you heard that one? Yes, Where I have. Where Bing Rames is doing that. Yep, I'm I like that I'm just going to say I like, I like Bing Rames. He does not do a good job of rapping on that one. I don't remember him rapping. What's he rapping? He's rapping the Fresh. It's the Fresh Prince. Oh, of you're right. He does. He does do yeah. that. It's and definitely it's, not it's, as good as not, uh, Will Smith. Is, oh, I thought you were going to say as good as me in that jingle. That well, that's did. true. It's definitely yeah. not that's a, that either. I, I'll be honest with you. That is a hard style. If that does not, if that's not your natural singing rapping style, it's tricky. It's to tricky rock to rock around. Rock that's around. right on time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I wanted to I wanted to bring that gyro 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 euro mm-hmm. up because I'm pretty sure you know I you said euro. Yeah, you did. But that's I don't not what that's I said. not why I brought it up. I just you know. No, no, no. That's not why you brought just, it up at all. We're, you know, we're learning people. And this is another episode of the Pedantics. <laughs>
the new sitcom coming to you this fall. Uh, so Fueled you have... by Diesel. You know, what Diesel's you like say? a clothing brand, You're right? You're my Diesel? Fueled by Diesel. Oh, that's, Fueled by Diesel, yeah. I don't even know if that's their lo- that's their motto, but it should be. if they're Because it's like, what, wasn't that like a popular, like, with like the teens few, several years ago? I don't know. Diesel clothes. I think that's they, shoe, they make shoes or clothes or something, because I would see shirts, T-shirts with like Diesel written on it. Yeah, well, you're, I'm, I don't know what's going on with the kids nowadays. I don't either. I mean, I have kids and I don't know what's going on with the kids. <laughs> But it should definitely be fueled by diesel if that's yeah. What if got. they missed that on that, I you or know diesel. That's maybe why you don't hear about them anymore. Probably not. <laughs> okay, two. I think we have one more pronunciation that I yes, that we talked it, about. Yeah. Because it kind of happened um, organically. Yeah. We talked about um, stuff catching on fire, like um, TVs and phones and all that stuff. Basically, mm-hmm. Samsung products. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Jason's wife was using the hair dryer this past week. Okay. Which, you know, which you would normally use it for to dry your hair. Yeah. Yep. And it caught on fire. The hair dryer, not her hair. The hair dryer caught on fire and like flames came out of it and she had to like throw it on the bathroom floor and like smother it. Oh my, no way. Yes. Drying your hair, it's in a, you know, you're in a precarious thing where sometimes, you know, you're leaning your head over or you're, you know, bend over. Or you got something near your head, your head. Yeah. And what yeah. you don't want is your hair to catch on fire. And usually when you're drying it, you have put some sort of a lot of people put like some sort of product in it like that has alcohol in it a lot of the times or is like yeah, exactly. highly flammable that yeah. says you know keep away from flame don't put this hairspray or this gel near a flame or this mousse or do people even use mousse anymore is that a thing or is that like an 80s oh, yeah. 90s thing no okay. i think people still use mousse but now they call it like product which or that annoys me well, yeah yeah <laughs> is that a hard or a soft s in there i actually i don't have the faintest idea Oh, okay. Where's your pretend, pedant? I can't even say that, so we'll just move <laughs> on. So, you know, you're in a you know precarious situation if something in your hand near your probably likely highly flammable at the time hair catches on fire. Now, it this wasn't a Samsung hair. hair. On fi- okay. That's uh, that is it wasn't so a Samsung, but still, yeah. That is scary. Yes. It wasn't and a Samsung? No, I don't think so. I thought for sure it was a Samsung. Well, it's a it's a spiritual Samsung. It's not an actual Samsung. Because it caught on fire. It's a product that's not supposed to be on fire that caught on fire. So Jason's wife did hair did not catch on fire though. She was no. able to No. You know. She has hair it. the color of fire. It did not catch <laughs> on fire. But anyway, um, the so she threw it on the ground and put it out. But it made me think when we were talking about it, when I was relating, you know, hey, this is that do you say Hair dryer or blow dryer? I say blow dryer. Okay. See, Unless I'm talking about, you say hair dryer. And mm-hmm. I actually heard somebody on TV last night say hair dryer. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about the big machines in a beauty salon, I call those yes. hair dryers. Oh, so this is the difference between is it portable or not? Apparently. That's I don't know why, but... It's blow dryer in this. I think everyone in this household calls it blow dryer. Mm, okay. Well, that I think I've heard definitely heard both. I think it's really more like a fifty-fifty split on this, where hair dryer, blow dryer. I'd, I'd be interested to see you know those out there that are either pro or con watermelon or craisins or um, anything like that that we've talked about in the past or peeps or yep. peep Oreos, Oreos or yep. paporios. Is that is that peeps Paporios and Oreos or 
Oreeps. Oreeps. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I like that better. Oreeps. <laughs> so whether no matter where you fall in the great watermelon debate of 2017, which side you're taking in the civil war, the civil water, the watermelon civil war, put that together into something, I'd be impressed. Um, then, you know, where do you stand on hairdryer versus blow dryer? Because that may be the one that really breaks it down into, you know, um, which side you're on. Yeah. And it is probably. And you say blow dryer and I say hairdryer. I say to, blow dryer. Yeah. Okay. For the handheld is what we're talking about. Because it is a difference between, you know, the salon, you know, the thing. Do they even still have that anymore where you sit in the chair and they put like the cone of silence over your head? Well, I guess I Does don't. Does that exist? I think so. I don't. I never have need for it, but I, I guess okay. I think so. I'm not. A, I haven't been to like a salon or a haircut place in many, 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 many years. Probably ten years now. So I, I don't know if that still exists anymore. Do you cut your own hair? Oh no! I have people come to my house to cut my hair. What you talking about? Jason's I got an album wife? out. Just yeah. <laughs> I got. I got to represent. I got to live the life. I don't, you can catch me going to no super cuts. I got people coming to my house to cut my hair. What about the, um, what's the name of the salon where you go in and it, they advertise being able to watch sports? Oh, I hate those things. Sports salons or something? <laughs> I'm not into those. Yeah, there's several of them um, where the women are all wearing the tight shirts. Well, and I, what, Hooters? It's like the, it's like the, there's one around here I've seen commercials for on TV, like during like football games and stuff, because that's obviously sporting events yeah, is the only yeah. time any of us watch commercials anymore. And it's exactly. always this kind of crazy stuff. I've seen one that is like, um, they don't come out and say it, but it basically is the Hooters of haircuts. The Hooters I mean, of haircuts. That should be yeah. the name of it. <laughs> yes. Flows pretty nicely. <laughs> yes, it does. But no, I do. I, I've never understood going to those. I'm going to get a haircut. I don't need boobs associated with everything that I do. Boobs well, are good enough on their own. Let boobs be boobs and leave everything else out of it. You ain't got to stick yep. boobs in everything. Come on. Leave the boobs out of it. Leave the boobs out of it. Sorry. Speaking of things that catch on fire, though. Okay, I heard this, this is be interesting. <laughs> not really. I mean, I don't think I'm talking. Not boobs. Okay. I, I, I'm not. I don't know that anyone that I know. Okay, never mind. Samsung. <laughs> They're coming out with a new phone today, or they came out with no. one yesterday. No, yep, their really? first phone since the one that, I think it's like Galaxy 8 or something. It hasn't been that long since that one was banned from aircraft because it I was catching on fire. Yep, and they're coming out, and it's out today, or maybe even yesterday, I don't remember. I just heard about it. And instead of Who Siri... Who is buying that? Not me. Okay, they're, so Siri, it's what? It's Bixby. That is no. That's what I read. No. Yeah. Come on. Bixby. Bixby, tell me how to get to the supercuts. Bixby, send me, me to the Hooters to of haircuts. <laughs> this phone is on fire. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. We ain't no robots. 
I do have a real thought. Mm-hmm. And the real thought that I have is I cannot understand the people who do not hit the snooze button when the alarm goes off. Those people exist? Uh, yeah, I live with one of them. Oh. They just get right up. How, mm. how can they do that? Alarm rings, boom, right out of bed. That's, I, I, that's good. I, that's, my daughter's like that. She didn't even have an alarm. She just wakes up naturally at the same time every day and is, hits the ground running. Well, see, that's a whole other level there. It's not setting an alarm and being able to get up. Yeah, on time. It's, 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 it's literally almost the same time every day. And when her feet are on the ground, she's running. She's gone. Yeah, I can't, so I can't do... Just I, energy. I can't even imagine that. Let no, her. I'm not a morning person at all. Well, I, I'd like to say I'm much more of a morning person than an evening. I'm an, I go to bed pretty early. I am a mm-hmm. morning person, but I still need... I usually set my alarm about half an hour earlier than I need to get up. So oh, see, I, I hit the that. snooze about two to three times every morning. Oh, so you are a multi-snooze offender. After, yeah, situation. snooze every nine minutes, I think. You, oh, you don't wow. hit the snooze? I don't have a snooze. I have two alarms or three alarms set, like 30 minutes apart or like 10 minutes apart, depending on if I have to get up. Um, and I usually get up after the first one, but it's like five, 10 minutes after the first one. Once I Once I wake up, I don't go back to sleep. But just in case, I have a second alarm of, hey, you know, you slept through the first alarm, because I hate hitting snooze. So I, I guess I don't hit snooze either, but I don't, like, immediately jump out of the bed unless I really have somewhere I need to go. So that's interesting. And you decided in You decided to do alarm, several alarms instead of just hitting snooze. I like so more you, control over my snooze time, like, okay. well, that's a good space point. in between. So you, but you still have to reach over and shut the alarm off like you would a snooze. Well, yeah, I use my phone, so right. um, I grab my phone and just hit the button on the side or whatever, and it because you, know, you can do that in the dark. You don't have to because it's got the like. This is what I hate about the phone is like you have like the little button in the middle that says snooze. I'm like, who's hitting that? If you got the phone in your hand, you're just squeezing the buttons on the side or on the top or whatever to make it stop. Like at least with an iPhone. Well, I didn't think I could do that. Now that I have this new iPhone, I've been hitting the button that says snooze on the phone. Hmm. If I hit the button on the side, it stops it. But stops see, I don't have the snooze set up. It stops it. It turns the alarm off because I, I don't have, have the snooze set up. Oh, see, you, you need to um, move into what I'm doing then because then you can just hit it anyway and you know you've got another alarm coming up there so you don't have to worry about did I hit the snooze or did I turn it off. See, that's my other thing too is I used to have, you know, before iPhones, um, perish the thought, I <laughs> used to have like a regular alarm clock. Uh-huh, me too. And the regular alarm, I'd, I'd be interested to know anybody listening how many people use their phone versus using like an actual alarm clock still. Yeah, and to That'd piggyback be, on that, I'd like to know, do people use the ringtones or do they set songs for their alarms? Oh, that's a good point. Do you remember when then when alarm clocks got all fancy and you could put like a CD in the alarm clock and it would start, um, the alarm would be, start playing the CD of whatever you chose, yeah. whatever track? yeah. I never had one of those. I was always like jealous of those. I was like, man, you can put any song in there. And then I just never did it. I never bought one. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like I couldn't go in and afford it. I was just like, oh, that'd be so cool. But I yeah. just bought an alarm clock, so I'll wait till this one breaks. And then it was just like, that was, you know, kind of out by the time I needed another alarm clock. And then phones came along. Um, so that's a good question, though. Do you use a ringtone or do you use, I use basically what's programmed in the phone. Yeah, I use whatever the, you know, you 
you can do chimes or bells or crickets uh, or whatever. I don't know what I use, but I use one of those. I have like the bongo one. Well, I'm going to look mine up. That's, but, a good, that's a good point. Let me look. You know what? I, I, I expect a lot of people use songs, but the problem is that I don't... I would like to use songs. Um, mm-hmm. There was a time when... Talk about corny earlier. There was a time when I did have my phone set up for music, and I would put on something like, It's a beautiful day! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I told you, corny. But you gotta get... If I'm gonna be one of those people that doesn't snooze and jumps right up, at least I gotta have some, you know, motivation. So you need like blaring music right away, or you like that to wake up? No, I can't stand that. Okay, my alarm is radar. Oh, that's a good one. I've used that one. Here I use that one for like. Can yep. you hear it? I use that for my daytime alarms, oh. like if it's like a meeting reminder or something, or like if I I have alarms set during the day, oh, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. remember to go pick my kid up at school, that kind of stuff. Which believe me, I need. Um, because you just get lost lose track of time. Not that I forget that I have a kid right. and that he's at sc- right. there at school. I just, you know, anyway. Um, I use the radar for that. Yeah, radar. Because I like different sound. Because I don't like the sound that I wake up to to ever, I don't ever want to hear that again during the day. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And um, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of, you know, psychosomatic explanation for that. But I don't know what it is. What, what one do you use? I use Timba. For the earliest alarm I have in the morning, which okay, sounds Timba's like Timba is not an option for me. Well, it's it might be one of the old classic ones. Yeah, 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 it's classic. It sounds like this. Oh, I used to have that as my ring. Actually, that is my ringtone. Oh, really? See, I, we can't be around each other then when somebody calls you because it would make me nuts. Uh, yeah, I have <laughs> because that because I would be hearing gu- my alarm right during the day. And the guitar one, I do sometimes too. But see, I don't I use, use song as, songs anymore because I don't have my iTunes library synced with my phone. Me either. And I've so, never used songs for alarms, though. I bet, I'd like to know. I'd be interested to know what people use. Yes. I also use this one, Radiate. Which is, oh, that's, see, that's my... that's nice. Yeah, that's my... This is your last chance. You got to get up right now. Do not turn this because I, I kind of know it, and I'm like, okay. When I hear that, that means I, I don't have a, I don't have the chance to turn it off and not get up. That's a so you know if you're turning this off, you got to be getting up, turning this off. Your head is the in your head. It's got it figured out that that one is the last chance. Yes. So so sometimes I set that as the first alarm if I know okay. My alarm set at six thirty. I actually have to get up at six thirty, and not my alarm is set at six thirty. I gotta get up, you know, six fifty. That twenty minutes makes a big. Di- if the twenty minutes is gonna minutes is gonna make a big difference, I set it as that tone so that I know this is my get up. Because I have a couple alarm called wake up, get up, you know, get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Because it just kind of depends on you know what's going on that day. Interesting. Sometimes I'll change my alarm names to, um, mm-hmm. for instance, last week was my mom's birthday, so I changed the alarm to mom's birthday so that i would as soon as i got up that would be the first thing i do would call her and, huh. and sing her that yep. song you know oh, the yeah happy i totally song. the you know yeah the one that we can't afford yeah. um i actually that's public domain now we could sing it the um oh, it is oh yeah it, recently that was you know that was a big you know big you know not a myth actually was true it was a big thing uh saying you know throughout you know the last you know 50 years where Happy birthday was copyrighted, and anybody who tried to use it, like if you use, sang it in a TV show or a movie, they would charge like they charge like an insane amount of money. The people who own the copyright on that, and 
So that's why you always hear like weird, like made up birthday songs. And they came up with like some that were became public domain that different people used. You never really heard. If you heard somebody sing happy birthday in a movie or TV show, they had some money. They were paying for that. That's interesting. And now in just, I think in just the past few years, it's changed to where it's now gone public domain. um, And so anybody can use it again. I I'm not a lawyer. Do not ask me for legal advice. I'm just saying what I hear. Okay. Uh, but right. yeah, my, 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 my during the day alarms, like go pick up kids at school or, you know, you know, go do this or set that they're named. They're labeled like that too. Yeah. And see, that's when I use my tell me later app. Oh yeah. And that just gives me the, um, the old tweet, the tweet, um, <laughs> that one. Oh, yeah, the bird. The bird, yeah. See, I don't have... i tell you what's a weird thing that's happened with my phone in the last few months is that it doesn't make sounds anymore when people text me or when stuff like that. Do you have your If I have it on down? vibrate, no. I've checked it because I turned it up. I was like, this is making me crazy here. It just, it just stopped doing it. Probably because I'm like three or four updates, software updates Maybe. behind. You know, yeah. Apple sends these updates all the time, and I'm just like, get out of here with this. I'm... Every time I do it, it like takes something away that I want to use, and so I haven't updated in so long. Probably if I updated, it would fix that. But you know, well, maybe you don't have it set on your notifications or in your settings. No, it pops up on the screen, and I've I've checked everything, and it just all of a sudden one day just stopped making noise, huh. which Mine is fine. Did that I just for a sometimes while. I don't know that people are trying to get in, I told and get in touch with me. Mine did that for a while with Gmail, and now it's making the noise again. Do you regularly update your phone like to the Apple? No, I like mean I. I usually will wait enough time to till they get all the bugs out, or so they say yeah, they get all the bugs out. Good advice. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were little growing up, did did you have to have your parents come in and say, "All right, Jason, get up," or did you just always do this three alarm thing? Um, I never had a long clock as a kid, or like whenever I lived with my parents, because my mom would just always come and wake me up, mm-hmm. and I would get up. I would just get up when they told me to, to get up. Oh, so and actually you were now one my, of these people. Yeah. These people that I don't I mean, understand. I, they fascinate me. I actually didn't use an alarm clock in college for the first year in the dorm because I was so used to getting up, I would just wake up in time. Wow. I did. And I would rarely ever sleep more than five or ten minutes past like the time I had to get up. I mean, I was getting up at the same time every day, but that's just... It, and it didn't matter how late I would stay up at night, I would always wake up the next day. Yeah, I'm too... Um, nervous, anxious, worried, whatever word you want to use there to miss that I'm going to miss where I'm needed, needing to be to not set an alarm. Yeah. I started, when I started working and I, you know, cause I'll be honest with you, college didn't matter to me. Yeah. I was like, if I could go to class or whatever, if I go take this test, who cares? Um, cause it's just what was my approach to it. When I finally actually started traveling and I, t- I got a travel job not too long out after college, uh-huh. um, I actually started setting alarms then because, you know, I didn't want to. Because, uh, you know, time well, changes. I go to California. Or, well, yeah, I better be on time because yeah. you know, I'd have to drive to the location from the hotel I was staying at and I was in a weird place. But, like, if I'm at home, I'm pretty much waking up at the same time every day. And I guess that's where my daughter gets it from. And now, honestly, my alarm clock is her because she's up and she's in there in my face. Sure. That, like, <laughs> 5.30, 5 5.45 in the morning. I think it was 4 o'clock this morning, though. Oh, um, no. Because... Jason's wife goes to work, gets up early and does some stuff, and then goes to work in the morning. Uh-huh. So sometimes she's getting up at 4 or 4.30 on, on days when she's got to be there early. 
And so my daughter hears her sometimes and is like in my face. And I've always had the issue where once I wake up, it is almost impossible for me to go back to sleep. Oh, I, I don't have that problem. So if I wake up at four o'clock, I'm up for the day and I don't take naps. So wow, it's, yeah. it's been some rough days this week with this cold well, slash allergy like slash being woken up at four o'clock in the morning, staying up until midnight, that kind of stuff. So your mom never did the ice cube visit? No, and what is that? So that's, well, maybe this is my mom's creation. In fact, I, I'm oh sure it's gosh. my mom's creation. So she'd put, she'd put, she'd take a washcloth and put just one cube of ice in it so she'd hold onto the ice with the washcloth so she didn't get cold, right? Mm-hmm. So she would come and probably about the third or fourth time that she would tell us to wake up, my brother and I, tell us to wake up and we didn't. She'd come in and she'd threaten us with the ice cube visit, which would be bring that ice cube in and rub it on our forearm or on our cheek to get us out of bed. <laughs> and she would okay, always... Okay, that's better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> she always it would, She always announced it with um, an operatic, extra, extra vibrato, happy... Uh, she would do this. Ice cube visit! And then she'd come in the room. <laughs> now, that's like, I think that's like outlawed by like the, you know, the NATO or what is it, the, the, the G Summit where yeah. they outlaw like war crimes and stuff, torture. Exactly. <laughs> that, I think that is crazy. I think that I only had the ice cube visit maybe twice in the, all the years, but. Cause she How many times did you hear that? Oh, it sounds like you heard the heard the the announcing at least the three more three than... times a week. Oh, wow! So the threat uh, the threat of that ice cube visit lurking absolutely worked, and of course wow. I just like to hear her sing the high. You know that was pretty good. That's, that sounded pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. No, I no, I never had uh, my parents dump ice in the bed with me when to wake me up in the morning. I did not. <laughs> Well, you know, you're you're exaggerating what the ice cube visit was. Anyway, I, I hear what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a quick look. I did look this up, and at 57% of Americans um, hit the snooze button. Wow. That's actually less than I expected. That's lower than I thought. And they said it that equals out to a total of three and a half months of our lives wasted by hitting the snooze button. You're snoozing. You snooze, you... You lose. Snooze. You, you you snooze. You you snooze. Well, not really losing because we're losing, well, losing three and a half months of our lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, some people would be like, yeah, I'm giving. I'm not losing it. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping ain't losing. If you're sleeping, you're doing pretty good. If you're able to sleep soundly, give me an extra three and yeah. a half months of sleep. I'd probably take yeah. that. Especially if you're having but, those good dreams that when you wake up, you want to go back to sleep so you can finish the dream. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't ever dream. Do you ever dream? Oh, yeah. I never remember dreams. I've had like maybe a handful of times in my entire life that I remember having a dream. I, I don't remember I mean, they say you dream often. all the time. I don't know if I believe that because I literally, less than, less than 10 times for sure, single digits. I'm, I'm a single digit dreamer, lifetime. A single digit dreamer. I, mm-hmm. I dream a lot. Most of the time I can't remember. I can only remember bits and pieces. But once in a while mm-hmm. you get that great dream where you can like recite the whole thing and you can yep. see it all when you're talking and those have you are ever had cool. a lucid dream uh i i don't 
think so. Where you Have know you? you're dreaming and you can control it. Oh yeah, that's that's the dreams. Oh. That's the ones. That's the only ones I remember. Yeah, those are those are. That's what I would refer to earlier. As I said, it was a very good dream, and you want to get back to sleep so that you can finish that dream. Well, it's like super realistic, and I yes. realize, oh, and by halfway through it, I, I really, you really feel like even when you wake up, you feel like did that actually happen? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you, in the middle of it, you're like, oh, I'm dreaming. Because I can, and I can control everything in this and do what I, and in, you know, if I want to fly, I can fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had a few so that, of those, that but kind not of thing, many. Yeah. My dreams are all daydreams. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't dream at night is because I've been accused of daydreaming too much, drifting off. And that's because you don't get enough about? sleep. That's because your daughter well, have, wakes you up at four o'clock. Yeah. I mean, I think it goes without saying if you have kids, you don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Yep. Thankfully, my dogs do not are not the dogs that wake me up and say, "Take me out, take me out." Mm-hmm. Um, they just wait till I get up, which is pretty nice. That is very considerate of them. Mm-hmm. They're considerate. They're very considerate they need, dogs. Maybe I need to send my kids up there for a couple of weeks, and the dogs teach them how to be considerate. Yes, and teach ha- them some manners and how to smile more. Oh, a- absolutely. Hey, how you doing? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm doing doing fairly well you know got a little allergies cold kind of getting me down lately you know I'm getting a lot of sleep but you know it's oh you know it's not about me though even though it is my podcast um, well not technically my podcast our podcast you know maybe when i say our i should say the royal hour is that a thing you know like the royal we um where it's not my podcast it's not kj's podcast it's all of our royally podcasts and to be clear i said royally not royalties because you know in order to get royalties, you have to have sponsors or, you know, get paid money. Um, and while we do have some fine sponsors, you know, like Red Apron and Electricity and Physics um, and Gravity, of course, subsidiary of physics, we don't really have paid sponsors yet. These are, you know, what I like to call public domain sponsors. Um, but anyway, if you'd like to sponsor us or just give us feedback of any kind, contact us on Twitter at SpeakTangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com or on the internet at speakingoftangents.com or on Snapchat that I can't even remember since we haven't checked it in so long. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. So I know we've been covering feedback throughout the show, but do we have any more feedback this week? Oh, yes. We definitely awesome. do. So I'll, I'll start off with Patrick Moffat at Moffat Patrick, Twitter. Cool. This is Twitter, and he said, Another Friday improved by the Speak Tangents podcast. How nice. great was that speed disclaimer read by Buffalo Alice, which is Buffalo that was Alice very nice. is me. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, to which I responded, read. Because <laughs> I have that memorized. Well, yeah, of course. I just I mean, did, it did it again today. This week. Yeah. 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 It's not like you could have read it again. If I think it's well known that if you do something twice in a row on a podcast, you're not reading it. Exactly. You're, you're, it's memorized. It is well uh, yeah, known. You, yeah, you couldn't read it exactly the same again. Mm-mm. No. So, yes, but thanks, Patrick. Thank you, That's Patrick. Awesome. And then Robert, somebody, Robert Berg mm-hmm. at R3T2. Robert Berg. Robert Berg. Yeah. Good. That sounds right. He says, binging on, speaking of tangents, interviews. Nice winger right. done. Now... At Joey the Jammer, Joe Arrow. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad to hear that Robert is listening to at least some 
parts of this yes. podcast. Yes, just not the parts with me and you on it. Right. That's not the parts primarily with me and you. Hey, that's why we put the time codes in. Yep. Fast Skip forward. Let's get what you want. Now, remember, and so he's got one more. He's got. Yeah, I wonder if he's gotten to uh, Steve Lipton from, was that last week, two weeks ago? Last week. Yep, last week. Cool. Yep. And we remember when we talked about with, um, what, what, it was last week. Was it with Steve? No, it was in the, yes, we talked about it last week. Kendrick Lamar versus Drake. Because I thought yes. that Kendrick Lamar, it was with Luke's top five honorable mentions, I think. Yes, in recommendations, yes. So you said, please don't confuse Kendrick Lamar and Drake. They're not at all the same. Absolutely. They are not. And uh, I think I figured Kendrick out. Kendrick Lamar is great. <laughs> I think I figured out that it, it is the k, k in Kendrick and Drake. Okay. That makes me, but now I will not get them confused. So we got quite a few tweets about that. Jen Babish at jbabsportschick. She said, oh, mm-hmm. yes, Buffalo Alice, KJ, Kendrick Lamar and Drake are not at all comparable. Nice. And then Tom Porter at the real Tom Porter, Tom Porter, P O R T E. Yeah, and the is T H A. Mm-hmm. He said Kendrick raps well and is great. Drake raps rarely and isn't great. I can totally agree with that. Yeah, and the Drake raps rarely and isn't great. That pretty much sums me up too. <laughs> We all have things that we're good at. <laughs> yeah. And we all have things that we're not great at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's totally fine. I'm not I'm not trying to give Drake a hard time. I actually I am, but I'm not, you know, I'm just trying to be honest mostly. Yeah, you just and don't I, care I, for I Drake. I was glad to see Yeah, I don't. It's not my not for me, not my thing, and I was glad to see that um the people that did respond on Twitter about that um agreed with me. So This well, is not a watermelon situation. And speaking of watermelon. Oh no. There are, speaking of watermelon and agree, not agreeing with you, <laughs> Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt said, for the record, I don't like watermelon either, but I always thought I was in the minority. Nope, you're not. Mm. Apparently. Sadly not. And then Steve Sadly. Lipton. Sadly for me. Well, Steve Lipton, as we know, last week told us he likes, he's got no problem at all with watermelon. Mm-hmm. He wanted to know. How at at MR Lip Five he wanted to know what about craisins? Yes, and I thought so. Matthew responded, and I I agreed with this one hundred percent about craisins. He said if they mysteriously wind up on a salad or in a trail mix, I'll eat them, but I don't buy them. Yeah, that's a good point, and mm-hmm. I'll say I don't really eat mysterious salads or mysterious trail mix, so I'm I'm completely craisin free. <laughs> Except for you, they are in your cupboard and you just don't even notice them. You just move on. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I, it, I'm so crazy and free that I'm crazy and blind. It's like yes. when the, you put the blinders on the horse. I can't even see them. They're right in front of my face in my own house. And I just, what? There's crazins here? What? No, no. no. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see any crazins. You just don't see them. Yeah. Crazy and blind. I don't see crazins. <laughs> I know you just didn't say that. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> Let's. Uh, do we have any other feedback? You just week? said I don't see craisins. I just changed the inflection. <laughs> you, and I think as we've covered the what what you emphasize, what syllable or word <laughs> makes a lot of difference. Yeah, it does. So that conversation five of five guys, five guys. So that conversation <laughs> about craisins and watermelon, Ed Butt yes. 
at EDB 1947 said, wow. Huh? Pardon? Ed, but what? Ed, but what? Ed, but what? He says, wow, I never thought there was enough to it to have an opinion one way or the other, one way Mm -hmm. or another. And you responded at Judo Fuse, you have basically summed up our podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. And yes, he did. (laughs) I never thought there was enough to have... (laughs) Enough to it to have one opinion one way or the other. That's <laughs> perfect. That should be the new that, tagline, that the new should motto. Be, yeah. And um, speaking of the guests that we had last week, Steve and previous guests, last week, though, Steve was on with us during mm-hmm. our episode. And on yes. Facebook, Todd Takei said, There was no hype intro today at Failing Tangents Podcast, hashtag sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, you don't get the hype intro when it's a guest as part of the episode. You only get the hype intro when it's just the entire episode, the guest is with us. So, I mean, it's just, hey, I threw a little bit of it in there at least. Come on. Yeah, you did. There was a little bit. It was a little, I thought it was a little longer. Am I right? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I extended the, I put a little bit of the extended version on there. I just didn't, you know, yell and scream. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Todd is now expecting a shout out to him in the hype intro every single time before it's actually good. I think that that is what this boils down to. Okay. He may be disappointed. Yeah. So we had some clarifications this week. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Actually, just one. And. It's he didn't put. Okay, so to clarify, we didn't have clarifications. We had had clarification. Okay. Luke Overby at Luke Overby. Now, he young didn't Statman. No, he didn't he didn't throw this into the, this obviously didn't qualify for Young Statman. He did not throw that. Oh, this in. is a different Luke Overby. Yeah, it must be. It's not okay. Young Statman sure. anyway. Or not not Young Statman should be the hashtag next time. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about I think this was referring to the album by Outcast? Yes. Aquemini. Aquemini. There you go. You got it. Aquemini. Aquemini is a combination uh-huh. of Aquarius and Gemini. So pronounce it that way. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. So and I, I think I... Go ahead. I, I, again, I could change the way I read this, which is probably what Luke meant. So pronounce it that way. But I read it as, so pronounce it that way. <laughs> Darn it. We're never going to get anywhere when we get caught up in how to pronounce pronounce. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, I, I appreciate that, Luke. And I I think I tweeted back at him that I should be ashamed for hailing from the dirty south and, and missing and forgetting that last week. That mm-hmm. That's how you pronounce that. Yeah. Yeah. You did. And then. Yeah. I, I take that full. I take full responsibility on myself for that one. You heard it here. He takes full responsibility. What? What were we talking about? <laughs> We've got another Lewis Nosey sums it up tweet. Awesome. These are great. At the Lewis Nosey, N-O-C-E. He says, speaking of tangents in 140, at Mr. Lip chats about 136 jingles, more peeps, the Mm pre-millennial division, and 420 friendly. (laughs) Perfect. And speaking of 420, Jolene Wojcik sent us a really funny story about 420. So thanks, Jolene. Yes, that was funny. I appreciate reading that. Me too. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and a couple other things about... I, I find it funny that now people are going to be like, what is that story? And they're going to run, their imaginations could run wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. 
We just don't have time. Yeah. You know, we're at the <laughs> We'll end. ask Jolene. We'll ask Jolene if we can share that story maybe next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robert Berg again. Who? Robert Bierg. Okay. At R3T2. Mm-hmm. And this is about the top five album discussion. He says, I have 24 cool. albums in my top five. How many are we allowed to have? Well, he was never a math major. I think he's he's great at, you know, language and writing in English. Um, mm-hmm. 24 is, I'm just going to throw it out there. 24 is probably more than five. A little so, bit. So, yeah. Um, you can have as many as you want, though. Yeah. And you know what? Neil in Rockville, at Neil mm-hmm. in Rockville, said, listen, it's like I have 15 blah, blah, blah on my Mount Rushmore of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think when we first did this, I threw in 17 albums. Yeah. And, and over time, if you li- listen to all that we've both rattled off when we've had different guests and different people writing in about this, um, <laughs> we've, we're in we're probably in the 24 or 24 plus range yeah. of ones that we've yeah. listed. So you can list as many as you want. Yep. So feel you know feel free to send them to us. We we still would love to you know I'd like to know. I mean I'm always open to new music, but we probably just yeah, won't read them us. on the show anymore. We're gonna move on to different. Um, we're gonna move on Top. to different topics. Yes. Top insert number here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah. Um, John Nicewinger. Not necessarily had, top fives. Not necessarily. Yes. So John Nicewinger actually had an idea. Um, a couple weeks back, and he said, name- "Oh, cool! When we talked about video games, so we're gonna name like top five video games. So I could say like Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, or like you know uh, Persona Four Golden, or you know World of Warcraft, or you know, um, you still there? Hello, hello. <laughs> is it not? Is it not? Is it? <laughs> is it not video games? It's not. It's not video games. Oh, well, just uh, um, okay. Sorry." Are you what, done? What was John's suggestion? Yeah, I'm done. He wants us to name, he thinks it'd be fun, and I agree, to name an, an iconic movie or two or three that you haven't seen that you know you should see. Oh, okay. Like Rob Berg not seeing Spinal Tap. Yes. Or, no, or me not seeing the, the Wizard of Oz. You not seeing yeah, the Robert. Wizard of Oz. Yep. Yes. And you had one of those too, right? Oh, I have lots of them. And I actually have one that I just picked up from my local library after being told Uh I need to see Annie Hall. I've also never seen that. Yeah. So I have that and I'm going to watch it this weekend. Probably. Cool. Awesome. Let me know how it is. I will. And And I think that would be really cool to hear from other people. Like what's a movie or two or three that you haven't seen that if you told people they would be shocked and be like, I can't believe you hadn't seen blah, blah, blah. Like I, like I haven't seen wizard of Oz or you hadn't seen, you know, well, uh, I haven't seen Scarface. Oh, see, that's, that's the reaction you want yep, right there. Right that was, there. that was a genuine reaction, but that's what you want. When you say, I haven't seen an insert movie name here that the person you're talking to goes, what? Or, Oh, that kind of deal. Yeah. There's a lot that comes so up all the time. Those, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody out there has at least a few of those. If anybody wants to send them in, we'll read them. Absolutely. Because those are good recommendations. But, you know, that's... Don't, don't send us your top five video games. No, please don't. <laughs> those are not necessarily my top five video games. I guess it might be because the ones I listed off the top of my head, you know, that I liked, I've liked over the years. But uh, anyway. So we've actually got some iTunes reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. 
from awesome. Robert Bierg, again, uh-huh. and um, Mr. Lip5, which I'm thinking is Steve Lipton. Yes, pretty sure. Um, so let me, I'll start recent with... Recent guest, Steve Lipton. Recent guest, Steve Lipton, yeah. So I'll start with Steve Lipton's, or Mr. Lip5. He gives it five stars. Woohoo! Very Any nice. Right. We and this that. is the title of the, the title of the review. Speaking of craisins, wait, I better not. <laughs> and here's the review: the show with Joe Arrow could have been four hours long, and I would have listened to the whole thing. Keep it coming. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So he didn't even review his own episode that he was just uh-uh. on. That's really cool of him. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That the last. I mean, all the guest episodes to me. Have been I, I we gave Rob a hard time, but we have a guest on that. That's really cool. It gets a different dynamic, but it's also very cool for me personally to find out, you know, what's going on, how people got into this stuff. So I love those too. So I can't really give Rob too hard of a time, but you know, don't just listen to those. Listen to them all. Right. Um. So yeah, thank thanks Steve for sending yes. for giving us that review, and then I shouldn't say this is Robert Berg. It's R three T two. Mm-hmm. And it's five star. Cool. Quite the the title of the review is a question mark. Just the actual <laughs> question mark. <laughs> and uh, here is the review. Okay. For some reason, I thought this was a show about tangerines, and I love tangelos. <laughs> it's more ambient noise than anything. But the lady on this show is very nice. I don't like lady. I don't like the way the man pronounces the word insureness though. <laughs> that always bugs me. That's not the way nice. we say it in Tahiti. Anyway, you could do worse. <laughs> you could do <laughs> That's great. Thank yeah. you, whoever you are, R3T2. R3 we appreciate T2. that. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Yes. And speaking of reviews, do we have yes. any Amazon reviews this week? We do. This is the the last few weeks. We really hadn't done a lot of these because we've had guests. And then even when we didn't have a guest last, I mean, even when we didn't have just a guest last week, we had Steve and then, you know, a little bit of podcast on either end of Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really get dive deep. We didn't do a deep dive into Amazon reviews. No. Well, this week I want to get back to more in-depth reviews. It's not necessarily a deep dive, but I wanted to look at some Amazon reviews for something that has come up recently that we've got some, you've read some feedback earlier. You mentioned Drake. Um, yes. So I wanted to see out there, okay, what, I was glad to see that the people that, the few people that responded to us on Twitter uh, that listened to the podcast, they agreed with me on Drake that, you know, I don't have anything against Drake. I just don't agree with people who say he's one of the great rappers of our time. And who says I, I don't that? know who's saying that, oh. but, but I've heard that. I've heard there are plenty of people thinking, you know, Drake's awesome, blah, blah, blah. He sell he sold, you know, millions of records. Like his last CD sold like 4 million copies. Four is that the one with started from the bottom, now we're here? Or is that his first I album? have no idea. Okay. You, you're asking the wrong person about Drake. Because that I've was heard, a very popular song. Well, actually, every single one of his albums, I looked up his discography today mm-hmm. just to see, you know, I wanted to get his most popular in terms of number of sales album to go look at reviews of that on Amazon. Okay. So all of his albums were in the multi-platinum, multiple millions. I think one was like two million, one was like two and a half million, one was three, and this one was four. It's called Take Care. 
it had four million, over four million sold. All these albums wow. went to number one in the U.S. and in most countries. Actually, when I looked at it, uh, over over you know since they've been released at some point, but I I just don't get it. It's just you know sometimes a music artist comes out and you're like they're super popular and you're like why what I don't get it. So this he is he is my current I don't get it. Okay. And this is <laughs> this is going to be you know hey I just put out an album. Who am I? I'm going to sell you know. Point zero 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 one percent of platinum of what I need to get platinum, but you know, hey, so it's it may sound unusual for another you know musician to give somebody a hard time, but I no, not at all. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it, and I I wanted to go and look at Amazon and see, okay, people that I don't know, people that supposedly have bought this album, what do they think about it? Mm-hmm. So I picked the most, I picked the one that it sold over 4 million, Take Care is the name of the album, says it's a deluxe edition, explicit, by Drake. It's currently $9.49 in MP3 format on Amazon, but you you can get like vinyl or whatever. It's got all kinds of options there. Okay. Wait a minute. Is your album going to be available on vinyl? No, because that is crazy expensive. Is it really? If something happens and I do sell, you know, thousands of copies then I will actually take that money and put it back in to get a vinyl because I've always wanted to have a vinyl. Mainly because I want the vinyl, like, Kate, the cover, like the, uh-huh. the big yeah. the big album, you know, cover for it. That's what I want more than the actual record. Yeah. But Because um, okay, when I buy vinyl, I don't even have a record player anymore. I don't have a record player. I don't have a phonograph anymore. But I still buy vinyl if I see one that has a cool, like, cover, like, that I think is a really good album. Like, you know, you get Dark Side of the Moon. You get Springsteen's yeah, yeah. Nebraska. You know, I have some old, like, French um, albums like Edith Pilaf because it's really cool, like art on the cover and it's you know it's it's older stuff. So that's and then I have some joke. Yeah, you buy vinyls you and you like don't Goodwill. have a way to play them. Not currently. Um, I did up until recently when we cleaned our basement out and I discovered that the player the the main turntable I had was busted and I was like, well, and I put, moved it down there because I was like, I'm going to repair this and I was like, nope. Oh, that could have been a March thing. Madness prize. Fifth or there's sixth place. Plenty, believe me, there's plenty to to, to <laughs> choose from that's left over. Um, we should have actually given a prize to everybody, the top ten, because I still have plenty of stuff left yeah. over. <laughs> too late. <laughs> Thanks for helping me clean out my basement. <laughs> yeah, too late for that. Um, so I looked up this album, Take Care. Okay. And I just want to read. I started reading a couple of like lines and a couple of reviews, and then I'm going to just read some of the titles of reviews to kind of save some time. Um, but the first one. It's three stars. So this is someone who reportedly, you know, seems to like his music. Says, okay, so I'm going to be honest with you here. The prospect of a hip-hop album from Wheelchair Jimmy from Degrassi was not something that really interested me. What does that mean? But I decided I'd give it a shot. Because Drake started out, like, on that Canadian TV show, Degrassi, where he's, like, playing in high school. And I guess he played a character that was in a wheelchair. Oh. I had no idea. And his name name was probably Jimmy, I guess. I never saw the show, but I know he that's how he started out on that show. It's like the oh. it's turned into like the Mickey Mouse Club of Canada. Don't that call show him is like the, spawned Don't off. call him the Justin Timberlake of He's Canadian JT. He really is. No, no, no. Or maybe no, no, I should no. say JT is American Drake. Uh-uh. This podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. <laughs> So that's this is a fan of his that like even went in going man I don't know about this dude and still only gave it three stars and this is his number his is like this is his best selling album at least um, here's another one hmm three stars 
expected something more. <laughs> a little, a little rambly. Too much talk about basically foolishness. <laughs> well, that's kind of what you were saying. Like he, he doesn't seem to be honest. Or I can't tell if it's a joke. I, it's not genuine. It's not genuine. Not genuine. It's not genuine. Like genuine? The pony. The pony. No, he, he's definitely not genuine. That's a good. That's that's a cool hip hop song to me. But anyway, that's a cool like R and B hip hop song. But um, which I always thought was a woman singing it. Yeah, he's got a high voice. Um, I, I did a jingle to that by the I way. I know you did. It, I did like an octave. Sing it like an octave lower than him it in was, some places. It was fabulous. But I always thought it was, it was a woman singing it. Sometimes I do yeah, get it, confused because if I sing along with it, somehow over the time. I just assume it's a woman's voice because my voice is higher than the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's this guy. This guy woman. This, so I, I, that's what I'm saying. He, he doesn't seem like he's being himself. It seems like he's like, I'm a hard rapper. I'm out here. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to rap, make some rap albums, and I'm going to sell records that way. I'm going to be tough. And, you know, he's getting into rap beef with people that he ain't got any business messing with, to be honest. He's from Canada. Yeah. I, I, I love people from Canada. I, and there's there's bound to be tough people in Canada. Oh yeah. But come on, come on. Um, he is not. He does not. See, he was on a. He was basically on the the Canadian version of like Saved by the Bell or you know 90210. I think that show or like The Hills. Some of these like you know the OC. He's basically on the Canadian version of that. And when you're the Canadian version of the OC, <laughs> you ain't no hard rapper. I'm sorry. I had no idea he was Just, on a TV show. Yeah, that's how he got started. But. And they put his, they have actually put his actual name in here, which is Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham? Uh, yeah, is his name. Um, it says, P.S., the, the review ends, P.S., Aubrey Drake Graham is not a gangster rapper, <laughs> which I agree with. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't think it should even be classified as rap in a lot of cases. But anyway. He probably filled it review, out that way when he, when he, you know, submitted his album. Yeah, I, I don't. I, Sex music. Yeah. <laughs> Sex music. Hard rap. Gangster rap. Yeah. I don't think gangster rap is sex music. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> the next review, two stars. This is one of the most terrible albums I've ever heard. This is not rap. It's pop. I wouldn't have a problem with Drake if he just stopped acting like a rapper and admitted he's just a pop star. My point exactly. Uh-huh, that yeah. sums up what I was just that's trying to say. That's what you've been saying. And yeah. other so, people that's been tweeting. This is not anti-Drake. Yeah, this is anti-Drake. Come on, man. <laughs> listen to listen to some people and and who are, who is giving you advice on your career. Um, the next one, one star. Drake, you do not impress me. <laughs> I bought this item because it was twenty five cents. Seriously, a quarter. I don't know how it was that cheap because this guy was probably near the height of his popularity when I did it. I listened to it once and thought, well, that was nothing worth going back to. If you're a teenager, you might like this because all your friends do. I'm a thirty year old man and I want my quarterback. Not I want quarterback, my quarterback? As in, he's my quarterback. Uh, yeah. As in, I want That's my 25 my quarterback, cents back. man. Yeah. I want my quarterback. So I love it when they they address the person directly as if they're going to read Yes. It. Yeah, they're like, Drake, man, come on, cut this out. You know, send me my quarter. Like, Drake's going to drop a quarter in the mail and send it to this guy. How did he, how did he get such a good, uh, well, maybe it wasn't a good deal. He wants it back. But a quarter? Is he yeah. joking? I, I, that's what I'm, if you, if you buy an album for a quarter... And you, you want your money back? Much. Wow. Yeah. Well, which, which we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, okay. uh, the next one, I want to read some that are just like the titles. Um, so I'm just going to read titles of reviews. These are all for the same Drake album. Uh, the next one, Cut No Slack. Uh, one star. 
The next one, I don't think Drake wants to be the best rapper out there. I, <laughs> good, I guess, because he's not. Um, the next one, you get what you pay for. Oh. Which. Quarter. Ugh, that could go either way. Uh, the next one, glad I only paid 99 cents for this. Really disappointed. Okay, so this is why he sold $4 million. That's what I'm thinking. That's what some of the people have actually put in the review is it's just the record company or whoever's selling it trying to make, trying to like inflate the numbers by selling it for 99 cents or a quarter. Yeah. I never heard of an album for a quarter. No. I've seen 99, I've seen dollar deals like special deals like you put in a code on Amazon, but a quarter? Well, maybe they're in Canada. Who you needs know, a quarter? 25 cents in Canada is about 99 cents. It's like 300 cents. bucks. Yeah. 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 Uh, somewhere in between there. Yeah, Maybe that's Adam probably why. Yeah. Yeah, or Robert School Nicky. Oh yes, I forgot. Um, so <laughs> these are more album. These are more review titles for this album. Remember the album is "Take Care." Yeah. The title of it. So this is "Take Care" album, like <laughs> being sarcastic, uh, which I thought was funny. The next re- title of the review is two stars, and the whole entire body of the it's actually two stars. They gave it two stars. The title is two stars. And the entire body of the review is never again. <laughs> I like that one. Which I would think that's more, yeah, that's more of a one-star review. Yeah, two uh, stars. I wonder why they decided to do that. Because there's two words in title. the review, never again. One yeah, star per true. word. Yeah, which is, you know, still too many. Yeah. <laughs> this is another title that I thought was funny. Take care of yourself. Don't buy this album. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a good, that's a good, like, they write headlines for the New York Post or the Daily yes. News or whatever. Yes. Um, another review title. Track list is in Chinese. Three exclamation points. Which makes <laughs> no sense to me. I don't know. They bought the physical copy and they said the track list they got on the back was in Chinese. Oh, uh, I hope they only paid a quarter. Well, this, if that was actually true and that was a printing mistake, that thing is worth probably a bunch of money. That's true. If it's a very, if it's rare, if it's that rare, I... Maybe they ordered Wait a minute, did you Chinese sign that? Version? Did I sign what? That album with the Chinese tracks. Because that would really be rare. You'd have Drake's album with Chinese tracks and Jason Fuse's signature. That's one of a <laughs> I kind. I didn't order this. This is somebody on Amazon review. <laughs> no, this. I mean, did, but about? did you sign it? No, I don't have it. <laughs> How can I sign it? What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, I'm talking about our prizes in March Madness. Oh, yeah. If you get one of my albums, if you buy my album, the physical copy, and it has Chinese listing on the back, you need to let me know because that thing is, I mean, nobody wants it, so it's not going to be any worth money, but it would be rare to me, so that'd be cool. Yeah. Mine was a, a, last... a poor joke that is sad. Hashtag sad. <laughs> okay. Speaking of hashtag sad, uh, the next review, um, there's no body to the Actually, there's one word in the body of the review, bad. <laughs> That's it. Just all lowercase. Oh, all and finally, case. yeah. So, so you know, it's just so bad they can't even bother they to don't hit even have shift time. or yeah. caps lock or whatever. Yeah. It's just, just bad. Um, my favorite review, the last one I want to read is three stars. The entire body of the, of the review. So, I any questions that there are, and there are going to be multiple questions that come up from this. At least I had multiple questions. I have no answers to this, but the entire body of the review is my favorite song from this album isn't on it. <laughs> sad face sad face emo- emoji emoticon sad I guess face it is. emoticon yeah my that does bring up my favorite song from this album isn't on it what that brings up some questions yes 
<laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I've got like, I, I, how, how can it be your favorite song from the album if it's not on the album? Or did you get a version of this album that like had accidentally omitted one of the songs and it happened to be, and it was your favorite song? Or what? did you know what song? How were have you going heard the song on the album, and then you one got cut? Yeah, is this a producer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this one of the producers that was like? Because that happens all the time, where they make you know you make twenty songs for a fifteen song album, you cut five of them, that just goes to the next album or becomes B sides or you know mixtapes or whatever. That's how they do the stuff. Oh yeah, um, I know. I mean, I had I cut like seven. I know for my album because I I said yeah, you, you know need to keep this. <laughs> you, you, need you heard to keep them all. This one you need to keep this one. Yes, <laughs> you heard them as I was producing them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this uh, I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that's um, that perplexing. makes no sense to me. Yes. So that's, I think, a good wider net of opinions on Drake's music. And I, I really, what it comes back to for me is, I don't have a problem with Drake. I just wish he would quit trying to be what he doesn't seem to not be. That didn't make any sense, <laughs> but. Let me find that review because that guy summed it up better than me mm-hmm. um, when he said, um, find it real quick. I wouldn't have a problem with Drake if he just stopped acting like a rapper and admitted he's just a pop star. Yeah, well, I, that seems to be the general consensus. Yeah, because honestly, my confusion was like Drake, Drake the rappers, you know, you heard Drake's a rapper, Drake's a rapper. He's getting actually into like rap battles, like, you know, beefs with people like, you know. And I, I never heard any of like the actual rap rapping. I just heard, you know, he he had an argument with you know you see this stuff pop up on Twitter all the time. You know, Drake versus you know somebody else or I can't. I haven't seen that, but I have the national trending on Twitter. Up. Oh. I don't have like a local one. Okay. Yeah. So I get like all kinds of nonsense. But um, then I heard his all of his music. I've heard. I'm like. And maybe I need to go deep dive into... No, I'm not doing that. But maybe I should go deep dive into some of these albums and listen to the whole thing. But apparently, the people who are actually buying these albums and listening to them also kind of agree that he's a pop star that is trying to, you know, pretend to be a rapper. I don't know. Well... I don't know. You know, he started... I'm glad he's successful, but, you know, whatever. But he started from the bottom. You're baiting me with that. Yes. <laughs> and good for him. I mean, he's made a good career. We don't need to deep he dive really is, on... He really is Canadian, JT. <laughs> and that is the end of today's show. <laughs> is there anything else that you wanted to talk about this week besides when you're going to come and kill me? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> okay, um, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Produced by Jason Fuse. Production assistant is KJ Onstead. Hair and makeup by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. And speaking of hair, whether you blow dry your hair or hair dry your hair, don't go to Hooters of Haircuts to get it done. I hear they don't let boobs just be boobs. Graphics by Jason Fuse. Ooh, that rhymed. See you next time, where we'll talk about wine. It'll be sublime. Just like Chris Pine. 
in a wrinkle in time. Okay, bye bye. I love snow peas, and I love you.